Welcome, everybody, to The Outside Edge, a podcast about all things water sports. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of things that have happened in the past and hopefully things that will happen in the future. I'm your host, Dave Briscoe. And man, we are all the way up to episode number 17. It's amazing how fast this is growing. Uh, Pool Water Sports is still sponsoring us and helping us pull this podcast off. You can find them on Facebook or Instagram at Pool Water Sports uh, or online or on their website at PoolWaterSports.com. Sitting right next to me, my ever-friendly button pusher, Mikey Lee. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How are you? Wow, what was that? That was, that was my Nixon impersonation. Oh, uh, was your Nixon? I'm not a crook. I no, watched a Nixon. I watched something on Nixon last night on Netflix. So oh, I did you? Sleep at three a.m. What? It was a called movie? the Death of the Sixties. Yeah, and it was all about the shooting at Kent and the uh, Vietnam War and like how bad the country. Like there was a, a revolution about to happen. Yeah. in 1970, and it was, it was pretty crazy shit going. Uh, on. My uh, version of the shooting at Kent was when I visited a sorority house at uh, on Kent University. Yeah, uh, yeah, there was a shooting. Shots, shots, shots fired. Yeah, shots fired. Yeah, yeah. multiple. Yeah, Jägermeister. <laughs> yeah, from the old famous uh, oh, yeah. Jägermeister uh-huh. gun. Oh yeah, yeah. uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. I've seen that. Yeah. Well, there you go. You have that. And <laughs> <laughs> also with us, my my ever loving co host Shannon Best. What's you up, Bestie? Oh, you know, not much. You know, people that people that know me are uh, going to want to change that song to vodka, vodka, vodka. <laughs> right. I don't drink beer. Vodka and cranberry. Yeah. <laughs> vodka, vodka, vodka. Yeah. 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 If you could just find a vodka song, that would be... Uh, uh, that would be a lot better. So, um, hey, Bestie, uh, I got to tell you, you turn me on to uh, a, a I good. I turn you on all the time. You turn me on all the time, <laughs> <laughs> usually. But you turn me on to um, the hockey uh, thing on what was that on Amazon Prime? I think it was right. Oh my and, god! Oh my yeah. god! Bob Probert. Oh. oh my god! So everybody knows how big of a hockey fan I am, and you know, we don't try to hide that. You. But yeah. oh man, it was good, so, huh? So. Did you know how much blow he was doing? I had no idea. I mean, I knew everybody in the 80s was doing a lot of blow. In fact, the funny thing is in the NHL right now, uh, somebody just got dinged for weed and they were trying to um, kick him off. And then uh, it turned out that the uh, U.S. uh, Olympic Committee... Isn't that legal in Canada? Isn't weed legal Well, this is the funny part. So the U.S. Olympic Committee just suspended somebody for like two years from playing in the in the olympic games for cocaine uh because they found it as a sports a sports enhancement drug and in the nhl they're like no 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 it's totally fine it's it's fine i mean no i mean you probably shouldn't do it all the time but a little bit ain't gonna hurt yeah Yeah. skate a little faster (laughs) open your eyes you see the puck clearer (laughs) nhl has no problems we're trying to draw in the colombian audience yeah i love that's a great thing yeah so did i know yeah i surprised that uh it's not Part of the well, they were used to do coke in all major sports, didn't they? I mean, like, oh, it was legal. It was in Coca Cola. I mean, well, it was an yeah. ingredient in Coca Cola. But I mean, like in the NFL, like in the seventies and eighties, weren't they like snorting lines and then going out yes. and then doing a play? You know, like right off the Gatorade bottle or the bench. Yeah. But it was. Did you uh, see in that I thing even, that they? I even heard some old rumors about old water skiers too. Uh, right. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. Cause light to Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good thing the lake washed that donut <laughs> off your face. <laughs> They said with Probert though that the coke actually slowed him down. Did you see that oh, part? That, 
Yeah, but that was just one of his teammates just saying that. But could you imagine? Guys were like, oh, my God, I was scared of him. I was like, well, yeah, here's a freaking six-foot-six monster on skates, coke to the eyeball trying to punch your fucking face <laughs> yeah, in on the yeah. ice. It's like, oh, yeah, I'd be fucking dead. Yeah, you couldn't hurt terrifying. the guy. Yeah, it'd take ten punches, and then that would just like, piss him off. Well, he was coked to the eyeball. Of course he was just, you know. Yeah. Fucking it's a good documentary, though. I don't know if – I'm a big documentary uh, love them. Yeah, right, sure, yeah. Amazon and Netflix, and this was a good one. It's so put put your two cents in on what you guys think and give us some ones to listen to, and we'll review them on the show. But, uh, yeah. Well, so. I've, people have been giving me their two cents, and they said that um, just stop talking about Buster. Enough, <laughs> about, enough about the dog and its anus. We don't want to hear about it anymore. Well, so it's I'm, over. Like, he's, it's over, yeah. yeah. The surgery's... Well, he's not oh, dead. he's done. No, he's, he's not dead. dead. No, he's not dead. Oh, the surgery oh. is done. He's uh, he's healing, and uh, f- moving forward, there should be no more me having to help the dog have a have a poop. Right. Okay, good. He's, got, he's wearing right. a cone as we speak. Yeah. He's, so. Okay. Yeah. How many stations does he pick up? <laughs> not many, but <laughs> when he barks, it really <laughs> echoes now. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, I'm excited today. Why? What's going on? It, I have a good friend of mine is uh, coming on the podcast. Yeah. And he is. Um, I can give you a few lists. He's. Um, he comes. He hails all the way from um, Spokane, Washington. Oh yeah, upper upper left coast. Yep. So and his um, family uh, are in the Sea Ray business, selling boats and that. So he's been in the business for he's been he's been in the water sports industry for quite a long time. But okay. um, he I know him through cable parks through Ski Rickson. All right. Yeah. So, and I've known him for quite a while since the early 2000s, early maybe even the 99 or something like that. Maybe even a little earlier than that. But, no kidding. Um, yeah, I've known him for a long time. So um, and he's. Uh, basically managed all the top cable parks and i think he's going to correct me if i'm wrong on this i think he also helped build some of the biggest cable parks on the east coast and i'm talking uh miami water sports i'm pretty sure he helped build that place he also built um greg norman's uh, parks both the one up in myrtle beach and the new one here in uh okahili no kidding uh, who could it be justin bieber not just he's this kid this kid pulls way more tail than fucking justin (laughs) (laughs) all right it's jeff trudeau jeff trudeau (laughs) oh yeah baby hey guys how we doing what's shaking jeff not much man uh thank you for the awesome intro shannon i mean i i gotta say you i I was really interested in all that devil's dandruff talk you guys were getting into (laughs) Yeah, well, well, you know, if wakeboarders would be way into it, if they could actually afford it, right? Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> we could, we could just never afford the shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> oxycontins are way cheaper. <laughs> yeah, we we don't even have a strong enough credit card to cut up oxycontins. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, Jeff? What's going? On? What's news, dude? Oh man, just uh, up here at Shark Wake Park, just getting everything buttoned up to open up today. Uh, but as far as new things in my life. Uh, actually going to be changing jobs. I'm going to be moving up to back to Orlando. Going to go work at Lake Nona. Oh, that's not oh, too far awesome. for me. It's not too yeah. far. Where is Shark that you, you just mentioned? Where are you with that? Uh, so we we opened up in June. We got two full-size cables uh, and an aqua park and then a bar and then the pro shop. Where is it? Oh, 
Okay. It's, it's inside Okahili Park. Oh, inside Okahili. So oh, that's the first cable in Okahili, then, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, oh, no kidding. And, cable in Palm Beach County. And they're going to allow, so now nobody can bring coolers in. They're going to have a bar in there. The bar is here. Yeah, ah. But, you know, it is a public park, so people slide the coolers by. But, but yeah, if you're going to go skiing out here, you got to buy our beer. Oh, I love it. It's a good idea. Yeah. About time. So do you have a liquor license or just a beer and wine license? Beer and wine license, but yeah, as you know, Shannon, the the wine based spirits is just as good as having right, a liquor just license. It's just as awesome. Yeah. So cable parks, you know, so our audience is growing fast, and um, some of the context has been, you know, why has wakeboarding slowed down a bit? Is water skiing stronger than wakeboarding? Why is the pro tour slowing down? But so cable, wow. T- talk about the cable boom first. Like how. How long ago do you think the cable boom really started and where is it now? Well, I think it, it started back in the early 2000s, you know, when TSR uh, came out. That was just like the, the new thing and everybody was realizing how much potential these places have, especially kind of copying that European model where it's not just a wakeboard water ski park, but, you know, you have the restaurant on site. They also had the uh, motocross track and the, and the dealership out there. and, and Skate, skate it, park, yep, everything. Right, yeah. right. And then it's just, it's not easy to get these up and off the ground. I don't know how many people have approached me saying they want to build one of these. And uh, it, it's, it's really quite a lot of work. Uh, Where do you find your most problems? Is it, is it with the county or the towns or? Yeah, perm- permitting. 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 Yeah, zoning. And money as well too. It's you've you've what what do you estimate just off the top of your head without saying too much, what do you estimate? What is it to build a cable park? One one cable park, you know, a building, just a bait just your basic setup. Obstacles. What do you yeah, reckon? I, I mean without without like talking land prices, you're looking at at least a million bucks. Wow. Right, so a million there, then you gotta you gotta lease the land or buy the land. So yeah, so yep. You're looking at some, because cable parks, the the actual machine itself is not that expensive when you really think about it. What you can pick up a secondhand one for what 100 and 150k, right? Cheaper than a boat. That's right, and they're and they're out there too, you know, because uh, yep. 400 parks worldwide seems like two go up, one go down kind of thing these days. So there's 400 worldwide right now. That's right. Wow. In, how how many in America? 40. Wow. So we're we're on the low percentage yeah there's a lot of potential here you know but it's it's just super hard to get it in just because no one understands what it is sure the, the boat business here is so strong it, it's you get guys like bill Jurgen who you know actually see the vision on, on how it can you know help the the boating industry but then you got a lot of people who, who don't get it right and it's a big obstacle to overcome I was just looking online and um, I actually saw this last week and I meant to mention on the podcast. I wish I would have because it just happened last weekend. But in Toronto, they had the um, Toronto Indoor Wakeboard Tournament. It was January 24th and 25th. I'm a little bummed you can't see anything on YouTube yet on it, but it looks like a really cool event. Yeah, no, it, it, that does look cool. They make that big pool in there. It's inside of a stadium and... and. Uh... 
everybody's wearing a dry suit though it must be they must be pumping like lake ontario in to fill that damn thing up because it's indoor you'd think they'd have warm water but everybody had dry suits on look like it was really cold you're kidding me no it was pretty funny you could see there's a couple there's a teaser video of it on there but everybody's wearing a dry suit indoors uh i guess it's in like a i don't know if it's where the hockey uh coliseum is for the maple leafs or what it is but it's cool because you're in a bowl. You know, the, the audience is fully in a bowl and they built a pool. It's probably shallow water. I imagine it's four feet deep or less. And, uh, uh, you know, the worst thing about wearing a dry suit is every single time I put on a wakeboard and jump in the water, you know what I have to do? You got to piss. I got to yeah, everyone. Yeah, you got to pee. You don't piss so, in your dry suit? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Dallas Friday. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Unless you're Dallas Friday. Ouch. <laughs> is that a story? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, there's a story there. there? I mean, come on. <laughs> come on, come on, what? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, she's notoriously known for jumping in with a dry suit and uh, dumping in it. So what? <laughs> I didn't know me? that. I didn't I know, know Dallas that. had a reputation for that. Uh, I mean, Ferraro is my source. He's a pretty good source, but yeah. Oh, no kidding. Oh, okay. All right. Well, apparently, hey, look, look. Who knew? If you got it. If you got to go, you got to go, right? Yeah. I never Fair held enough. back. Screw it. I'll take a shower after. I never held back. No, but no, it sloshes. It, there's nowhere it's for horrible. it to go. So well, it warms it you up. It sloshes around. Yeah, it warms well, you I, up. I used, to wear, I used to wear a track suit underneath my dry suit. If it was that cold to wear a dry suit, I was wearing a track suit. I'm going to pee in my freaking dry, <laughs> you know, track suit. That's horrible. I, I'll do that in bed. <laughs> you should just wear the dry suit to bed. Yeah, true. You Keep your sheets dry. Diaper, right? <laughs> Maybe wow. we're onto something here. So, what else is uh, going on with the cables now? I mean, are there more tournaments popping up, or what? What do you think it's doing for the sport? I mean, I, I, I personally think that it, it's helping. It's bringing more people in that the boats aren't, and maybe cable, they're transferring to boats. Cable parks of. I've always said this since day one. They are a gateway into the water sports industry, and they're a gateway. They're the gateway drug to to riding on a boat. Right. Absolutely. Ever since, ever since I was a kid on a cable park, the ultimate was we want to get onto a boat. Yeah. Wouldn't this be awesome if we're on a boat? You know, it's just you just can't afford it. You know. What do you think, Jeff? Because I've heard I've heard at the beginning some of the boat manufacturers were kind of pissy about it because they thought they were losing sales. But what's your perspective? Well, yeah, that was that was very much the situation where boat riders were kind of down on cable riders because uh, it, it just it, I think they saw it as competition, really. That they these cable park kids were coming out. Who are they? They're doing all these tricks that that nobody on the boats even doing, and and, and they don't even have boats, but like kind of like Shannon's saying, it's just such an opportunity for anybody to come out, you know, drop 20 bucks and learn how to go water skiing. You don't have to know somebody with a boat or, yeah, you know, have boat access and, and all, everything that goes with, you know, the boat life. And, and I think it just opens up the door to a lot of, of learning and a lot of uh, opportunity just to be a really good water skier. I, I think most of like the foundation of good wakeboarders really start at cable parks yeah. you know it was kind of like the secret recipe that no one wanted to talk about for the longest time 
Yeah. I completely agree. I think the biggest place we screwed up. Darren was a Rickson rat. Darren was a cable rider. Yeah. First. Yep. And foremost. Well, he wanted to ride so damn much, you couldn't find anybody that would pull him enough. So he'd go to the cable and, you know, have that thing yank him around. But, you know, I think our biggest mistake back in the day was I remember on the uh, on the pro tour, Sea-Doo was trying to dump a ton of money into our sport. And, you know, it sucked riding behind the Sea-Doo at the time because it was only like an, it was like a SP two seater Sea-Doo. It had no wake and it sucked, but I would have been all for back then having the sea do just do rails and hits and then have the boat do wake. And it would have split us. You know, you looked back at the day when X Games started, you had skateboard that had a street event. They had a half pipe event. They had a, a park event and the same with BMX. And the more you spread this out, the more TV coverage you get. At the end of the day, it's all coverage, right? Right. Yeah. And, and it's just... It, gives more people opportunity to be successful to be on the top of the podium and and that's a little bit of what everybody wants i don't want to support that like everybody deserves to win mentality right it, but uh it, like you said it's just, the more coverage is just good for our industry yeah yeah but the x games is not only a competition but you got to remember x games is also a showcase of all these talented athletes and right. what they can do yeah. you know what i mean it's Yes. Is it a competition? Yes, it is. But you get to see the top 10 or top 20 guys of a particular sport just excel. And they try and put them in the best conditions, give them the ramps, give them, give them whatever they need to, you know, get the height, get yeah. the distance and, you know, perform. So, you know, they, they don't want to see anyone, you know, not perform going to the X Games. Well, it gives you opportunity to the X Games get rid of us because we weren't on site. You know, they wanted to do everything in one place where nobody had to leave. They could check in we, through the front gate. They could see motocross. They could see BMX, and everything we, would be in one spot. We were, we were till they we were when they swapped over to using the 2.0. Right, that's my point. This is a great opportunity to bring it back into these venues. You know, because I mean, shit, we could be at a truck pull. You know, it's and because, it's because Travis Pastrana doesn't like board. That's why they got rid of it. Oh, Travis loves us. Are you kidding me? He <laughs> loves us. He's right in with Parks. <laughs> so hey you got any crazy stories you've known shannon for a long time give us a uh throw shannon under the bus once well, please i know that it wasn't like just one time where britta would open up her office and he'd be plowing some girl in there <laughs> so i'd have to hear about wow. that all the time <laughs> no plowing Plowing. This isn't plowing oh, I'm sorry. music. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's not plowing music. Uh, let's plowing, see if we have right? something that's <laughs> yeah, a little bit better. Uh, definitely not plowing. Uh, try the beer, beer, beer again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's plowing music. <laughs> that's it. So, so don't, now it, it sounds like I'm just hooking up with random chicks. These were actually my these were my girlfriends at the time. Right. And, uh, uh, yeah. Sure. Wednesday. Days and I had yeah. I had lunch. Break <laughs> this is Wednesday's was... girlfriend. Thursday's girlfriend. Right. Friday's yeah, girlfriend. And, no, no, Friday's girlfriend <laughs> liked to cuddle. She didn't like to plow. <laughs> no animals were hurt during the filming or anything like that. It was all good. It was all it was all safe. It was all on the up and up. So, yeah. But um, no. Hey, look. I had long days, dude. So uh, I, was hey. on the, I, was, I was at the cable park at nine o'clock in the morning and didn't leave till nine o'clock at night. So wow. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, British desk got some mileage on it after the years, you know. Now I was not the first. Highly one, polished. And I was definitely not the last one either, there, Jeff. So, yeah. Did somebody spill gravy on this couch? <laughs> what the hell? 
Wow. Somebody spilled gravy on this couch multiple times, like all <laughs> over the couch. The funny, the funny thing so is, Brit, gravy. The funny <laughs> thing is, Britta just never says anything. Britta's just like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Just keep at it. She, <laughs> she what, what, yeah. what day was Britta? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, really, really. <laughs> That's, well, that's she, how Boston, yeah, she's that's off how on Boston weekends. Was. She's off on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, you know what's cool? This this podcast actually, uh, because of our one of our sponsors was Doc Solutions at the beginning of this, and they actually uh, Lake Nona got a Doc system from Doc Solutions. Oh, nice! For, from, that's awesome. Yeah, from the podcast. So. So that's kind of cool. They they put a aluminum uh, ramp down there, dock system that people could swim up on. So and Lake Nona is badass. So talk about that for a minute. What that's man, that was nothing ten years ago. There was like, it was a field, and now yeah. it's this whole town. It's amazing. It's uh, I guess they call it Medical City now. It's it's right out there. They just put a drive shack in, which is the uh, top golf competitor. Um, the park itself is in a really beautiful area. It's right behind the VA hospital. Um, it, to me, it's, it, it really comes across more of uh, like a family entertainment center than uh, like a true wake park because it has all the other features out there. So, which I, I think is also great for the sport because it's going to get the masses to come out, see and do like the easy non-learning activities. And then the, the more sticky activities like the wakeboarding, will get those people to, you know, come on back. And, and we're going to be heavy on competitions, events, night rides. They have a full-blown restaurant there, beer, wine. Yeah. Pretty sure we're going to try to get our liquor license over the next couple seasons. And, and so, so, Jeff, real quick, sorry to interrupt real quick. No. So, but, um, you know, back in the day, I haven't, look, I haven't been to a cable park in forever, but back in the day, on Saturdays and Sundays between like, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning and one o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon, the lines were off the dock and 60 people deep. Is it yeah, still, is, is it still the same like that on Saturdays? Come, that's when you would come strolling out and like hey, when I'm, well, I'm <laughs> go right to the front of the line and, and do all the <laughs> tricks. And everyone's like, hey, give, give me one of those handles so I can do a trick like that. So what you're saying is Shannon really kind of invented the term drive shack. <laughs> no, no, no. Tell, tell us, look, hey, tell us about the, is, is it like that on Saturdays or Sundays anymore? Or how is the cable business? It's good. I mean, when you have two, par, uh, two full-size cables, obviously that kind of spreads it out, spreads the load. Um, but, yeah, no, we're still cranking on weekends. I'd like to see weekdays get a little more busy. Uh, we do run specials, and everybody's looking for a discount, so that that helps for sure. When you but have the bit. two cables, you said full two-size cables. Are they going opposite directions? Yeah, I got one right foot forward cable and a left foot forward. Okay, yeah, so are that's they, cool. Are these Rixons, or what? who manufactures these? Uh, no, these are Alta Systems. So this oh, okay. is a company out of the Netherlands, and... Uh, I've worked on all three different manufacturers and I, I really, I really like Alta a lot. You know what I really like about this? So I grew up, uh, I grew up in New Hampshire. So I grew up playing hockey all winter and then I water skied all summer and it was just the split. You know, I mean, there was a, there was only about two weeks that you didn't have, it was too cold to water ski or wakeboard and it wasn't enough cold to go skate on the pond or 
go to hockey. So, but there wasn't much downtime between one and the other. And one thing I loved about hockey is, you know, mom and dad would bring you to the rink and the good rinks would have the same thing. They'd have a bar set up and they'd have, you know, restaurant, maybe some of them, the really nice ones, but the kids were kind of doing activities all day. And then you'd have, you know, parking lot parties. And it was such a cool day that everybody hung out together. And it sounds like the cable parks are kind of offering that to families. It's a whole day hangout. With- that's that's the pivot we're trying to make in, in in these cable parks just because we obviously want business to be booming um and it's not always this activity kids are getting pretty soft these days you know they're all stuck on their devices they you know, moms are scared of what's in the water every 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 lake has amoeba snakes and alligators so it, it, it's not just the kids are soft it's it, it's the moms are a, a big issue everybody's worried about what's going to happen instead of them you know going out and you build know, your immune to- system they need to build their immune system back up yeah, you're right you know like get in the, get in a lake <laughs> yeah, that's right I still think to this day Shannon and I very rarely get sick but we've been in so many nasty bodies of water that you know back in the day when world pub on the pro tour we didn't have a choice where we rode they said you're gonna go ride in this shithole i mean, I, I think i've him. i've bonked over jimmy hoffa's body a couple times and oh, so we're pulling dead bodies out on tuesday and we're in the lake on thursday oh yeah doing yeah. doing the demo day and what was that cherry hill new jersey oh i remember that oh my the god came up and said dude you know they're just pulling dead bodies out of this <laughs> yeah, place like right. oh, i'm like what yeah yeah but we don't get six till this day that is a huge part of it but yeah, the, the the part that the families can go join other families and start hanging out, you know, they're hanging out at the bar, they're hanging out at the restaurant, you know, even if they're not drinkers, it doesn't matter. It's that family camaraderie while the kids are out there pushing each other. And that's what we need back. Absolutely. And uh, it, it's picking up, you know, and it, it this is my third park I've built just from the ground up. And it's always, it's always so cool to watch the the people that are here from the start and and how much they just like love this place a lot of the kids on this project that helped build the docks put up the towers they'd never even seen a a a cable park before right and now they're out here five months six months later doing chromobes and air tricks and hitting all these crazy rails we put in and i think it's just i i love that aspect of it you know showing it to you know, paying it forward uh, to the to the rest of the community and just you know, it is it, it it is pretty amazing how it's the how an accelerated learning program in a cable park can be for kids. Like yeah. they can literally go from zero and then within two years they have the full gambit of arsenal in their bag of tricks. Yeah, you know, I really miss so I miss coaching a lot. I coached a lot of high end pros and and. Uh, you know, it wasn't just the coaching. It was it was teaching them how to compete and how to deal with the pressure and everything else. And I miss it. Is, are there people coaching at these cable parks now? Yeah, we, we definitely uh, seek out, like, well, since South Florida is just kind of full of uh, cable park veterans, but we'll bring them in. We try to run clinics. You know, when, whenever Shannon's not too busy plowing, we'll get him out here. <laughs> helping. And... Uh, it's funny you mentioned that, Dave, because one of my best friends growing up and uh, my best wakeboard friends was Nick Benkoski. I know he uh, used to train with you a yeah, lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. Well, that, you know, maybe I, I would love to do some guest appearances here and there in cable parks. And I'm sure. So half of our listeners out here, you know, we've got people that you're connecting to right now. Are you still building parks? I mean, is this something people can talk, contact you if they're Absolutely. interested? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do consulting and I also offer uh, sales for Alta uh, Cable Ski. And, they, you know, they have the their, their two tower systems that are they're just like Sessi Techs. In my opinion, they're a lot more versatile. How much, what are they coming in at? How much do they cost? Well, they're, they're really pretty much the same price, but the things that you can do with them in the way that they're built is just, in my opinion, better. What's, longer lasting, less maintenance. What's a ballpark? What's a ballpark for one of those? Uh, 35. Okay. And that's just for the system. So how how many acres of water do people need to build a park or like if somebody's going to dig their own lake what's the perfect well they can they can start right. with a 2.0 they can start with the small one exactly Jeff, you can okay. put, okay. put that in your backyard like they put it in this stadium right you know you can make those as big or small as you want sure they, so i guess that toronto <laughs> wakeboard tournament that i'm watching that's all a 2.0 system exactly yeah. and i i know that they've taken uh lulls like uh you know like the big forklifts and they'll put the the motor tower and uh, and they'll stretch a lull to lull right and basically impromptu make a park and set up an event anywhere right well okay and that's fine for somebody that wants to do a small one but I'm, plenty of our listeners are yeah you know, we've got some investors listening we've got some people that are interested so if somebody wanted to build a park what's the ultimate piece of property or maybe not ultimate but like a a nice setup like say to like Nona. That was a what was that? That was a retention pond or something that they got a hold yeah. of, so they didn't build that. But was it? I wasn't there for that one. But uh, Okahili Park, for example, yeah. we we did a bunch of different designs. You need at least four acres, okay, of water uh, to have like a proper full size. And that's for parking, restaurant, lake. Uh, I think it, no, that's just that's just for the water. Four that's, acres just for the. Is that just the, the water? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're looking at maybe 10 acres to have a, a, a good 10, setup. Oh, 10, no, no, no. 10, 20, 10 you don't much acres. land at all. The land is not nearly as needed as the, uh, the body of Look, water. people are trying to call you already. They're so excited about this. They're already calling in. It's, it's like a marathon. <laughs> I'll buy two. I want three. <laughs> so, Jeff, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, so they can reach me at uh, Shark Wake Park or Jeff.Trudeau at SharkWakePark.com. And that's Trudeau, just kind of like the uh, Prime Minister of Canada. Oh, geez. You're, don't put yourself in that ballpark. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm from New Hampshire. So we used to go to Montreal all the time. So Trudeau, right? T-R-U-D-E-A-U. That's right. And you got to say it with a French accent. Trudeau. <laughs> so right on hey jeff is there a chance we can get you on for another episode uh yeah yes yeah let's do it let's do it all right all so right, we'll get you on we'll talk about some crazier stuff i we're going to get deeper into some of the dark stories we, we we got the history on the cable parks now now we're going to get deeper into the stuff that actually happens behind the scenes so i want to thank everybody listen it's growing good everybody's uh our our, our downloads are are blowing up it's unbelievable how many people are, are following the show 
Um, if you like the show and you want more, one of the complaints is they're not long enough. Well, you know what? We do bonus episodes. And the bonus episodes are funny. They're, we, we let loose a little bit more. You can find them on Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash The Outside Edge. All one word. The Outside Edge. So find us there. It only costs two bucks and you get the bonus episodes. Shannon does some crazy stuff on there that I can't even mention on this podcast. And uh, Shannon, what do you want to plug? Uh, well, I'm definitely not going to plug my plowing service. But <laughs> I'll definitely plug the uh, Wakeboard Hall of Fame again. Uh, go check out Wakeboard History, www.wakeboardinghallofame.com. It's the, the, the I think, is the easiest way to pull them up. And Mikey Lee, my faithful producer. Hello, sir. Yeah. You I'm were sorry. quiet this show. I was. I had to. Oh, man, it's just so busy back here with all the it's buttons. It's so crazy. You're yeah. so good at it, though. You're so good at it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again. This episode was brought to you by Pull Water Sports. Pull Water Sports, a full, they've got everything. They, they're up on Lake Lanier. They can mail you stuff. They can take care of you. Go see Jenny. Jenny and Perry, they're awesome. See you next time on The Outside Edge. <laughs>